This is the Educational Triage Podcast. Welcome. We invite you to come along with us on an exploration of interviews, issues, and other exciting and relevant topics in education, especially alternative education. They say alternative education is a laboratory for mainstream education. Why? Well, join us every week and listen in as Christy Goodell, Hello. Philip Summers, Aloha. and I, Tony Hunt, jump in feet first to discuss issues that may affect our classes, students, communities, as well as our teaching. Please subscribe if you enjoy and find relevance in what you experience here. And if you haven't left a quick review, please do. We appreciate your candor and insights so we can improve as we move forward. Now, let's see what's on board today. And welcome back to Educational Triage. This week we have, once again, the formidable Philip Summers. Aloha. And the charming Christy Goodell. Hello. Hello. And... I feel like I need to work on my greeting. Hello. I should be more auditorily. Are you <laughs> trying so to like, be... Hi! Right. <laughs> <laughs> wow, don't do that. Ears do you think... Do you think maybe you should go with the um, NPR voice? I do. I should maybe work on my oh, NPR should voice. Should we work voice. on the NPR voices? Is that something we should be working on? <laughs> you do a military sort of hua or hua or something. Sort of, a, that yeah, makes... sort of a combination verb, <laughs> noun, affirmation, you know, all around. That may, be, that may be a little glaring for the ears of our listeners. I like the way that it's always to do a Hoo-ah. Hoo-ah. Well, it's not so much that in the military, you know, it's like in, in the army, it's like, ooh, and so it's like, ooh, you're going to do that? Ooh, yeah, ooh, ooh, that, ooh, this, it's, ooh. It's, it's for everything. It's like, okay, what? but yeah. What has come over us that we are in such a jovial mood? Oh, I digress. Yeah. Okay. Well, this week we are looking at the metaverse. Because we know that, um, oh, Zuckerberg, he now has Meta, and he's talking about the metaverse with Facebook, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I started hearing people talk about using the metaverse and going into the metaverse and starting up things and going to restaurants in the metaverse and all this other. And I'm sort of, it was a little baffling, but I started wondering is there a way for us to use the metaverse in education? But first of all, what is the metaverse? Because it all seems so alien, at least to me. Maybe it's my age. I don't know. So Christy, you you're the young in here. I did. Well, I, I, mean, I went spelunking. I like that I'm the young well, in and I'm like. Yeah. What, what, is, what is it? When you go exploring the metaverse, what are you doing? We, should, we could coin a term today. And then we could go down in the folklore. What does it be? I don't know. Well, I feel it's more, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, right? But it's the, it's going beyond just using social media and the internet, but you're in a virtual. Right. You're in a reality. virtual world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it kind of yeah. started, I mean, video games have been doing it for a long, long time, right? They've got tons right. of. Correct. This kind of technology and the components that they use. 
Mm -hmm. So if you know the Sims, yeah, you know the Sims where you're controlling the people in there. You're not necessarily controlling people in your metaverse. You are an avatar that moves through the metaverse, and um, it's a completely different ecosystem. Am I correct? In many ways, you are. There is there's deeper. Sorry, I had to mute first. You are. You're actually. Okay. Um, there's VR. Well, I was. I, we are, I, I I'm was sorry. There's VR. Um, you're right. right. You're correct. There's deeper levels of involvement. There's right. There's VR. Right. Because you use. You're going to use VR, in order to actually. Ex- I'm going to put in air quotes. Experience it. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in some way, on some level, you are experiencing it, but you're not really. And, yeah, it will, what it does is it gives seen, you a richer experience and a folk, more focused experience, which then tricks the brain, and mm-hmm. you know, and that gives you the experience in a way. It doesn't give you certain pressure on skin and things, but the brain fills in a lot of blanks anyway. So if you have the motion and the movement and the involvement and the focus, yeah, it really enriches. A lot of the experience. Okay, Enhances so let me get like crazy. because it's not something that you're going to. It's not something that you're going to do as you're as you're gazing at your computer screen, correct? Oh, right. absolutely not. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna have to pay for an Oculus system or some mm-hmm. form of uh, virtual reality gear, right? Which is going to run you probably somewhere between. I'm going to guess from what I saw. 450 at the very low end, if you're yeah. lucky, all the way up into the thousands. Oh, yeah, I imagine the for better sure. you, the better your gear to a certain level, the more enhancing the experience. So, yeah, <laughs> you don't want to go cheap <laughs> like anything else. Right. Right. And, and then you're going to have to set yourself up to a system, too, because you're going to have to pay for software, aren't you? Yeah. Right. And, the better the software, the more immediate the feedback. And the more the immediate feedback, then the more immediate the adjustment levels to whatever performance you want to attain. Right. So my first question is, we'll get to the affordability in a little bit. Yeah, is, we will. Thanks. Yeah. Well, we're kind of, I don't want people to be turned off all at once because of what's going on here. Cause there are grants, there are ways of getting things to work for you. Um, and like anything else, it's just, although I have edge, and so it's going to start to settle into technology. So yeah. it started to, it already yeah. has started to, yeah, yeah. um, and there's some ways that people are using it in the classrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, if I put on this, because I bought virtual VR headgear for people a few years ago. And what you did was you, inserted your cell phone right yep yeah and you could use it that way to do roller coasters and stuff um is this more in depth than that yes yeah because my son has oh sorry well that one is just it um it was almost kind of like those uh screens that you would look at and it had the two pictures and you could kind of see in 3d do you remember those like a while ago Mm -hmm. Um, and so kind of the same thing, you're kind of still looking at a, a flat screen, but they've got it um, augmented so that you are seeing two different 
screens at the same time and then it kind of feels like that that's where the roller coaster and that kind of stuff is but you're still looking at that in one direction my son has he wanted it for christmas blah 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 and he's got an oculus yeah. that thing is amazing because it truly is 360 degrees. He has a Star Wars when you're on the Death Star, you look down and like there's the the chamber and you look over to the right and then, then that's, you know, I'm gonna fight Darth Vader and over here I'm gonna climb over here. And then there's, I mean, it's it's amazing, but it's the, the Oculus headset itself is built for the software that you can upload into it versus the flat screen of your phone that you just slip into like a pair of binoculars, if that makes sense. And so, it's really, um, it's really amazing. And it's different from like all those first person, I'm pointing to like, you can see it, the, a lot of the games like Minecraft and Call of Duty where there are all these games and you're, it's like from your point of view kind of mm -hmm. thing. Um, but this is, I feel different because you are standing and moving around. If you move your body, then you are actually shifting your perspective and you can do games and drive and do lightsaber battles or whatever and if you shift your body then it changes the perspective as opposed to video games like minecraft and stuff where you're just doing it with a controller so i well, can just interactive motion pretty... depth perception interactive is what yeah. it is mostly and yeah <laughs> that's the difference so right you have a you have a virtual world and if you're holding the lightsaber itself, you know, just the the um, mm -hmm. hilt of the lightsaber, then yeah. that can it can create the lightsaber um, beam itself. Yeah, the, the saber, yep, the, the the laser itself. The yeah, it, you can't create right. the the crash of the two together, but it can create the world around it, and so it's interactive. So the same thing. It kind of like, takes that. Remember the the. I was going to say, like, remember a while ago, it used to be the Wii. Remember you would, you could stand mm -hmm. and you had the, and it was yeah. trying to embrace Same the, thing. you're moving around mm -hmm. and it's right. kind of embracing. And you could go bowling or fishing yes. or golfing. So you're yeah. moving and because you're holding those hand, you know, whatever the joysticks are in your hand and because you would stand and move, it's kind of blending that with virtual reality, just being immersed into it. That's kind of the, on a very base level, like I am not a technology depth person right but so, that's like so let's how i kind of see the two have been blended yeah let's say we're running a, a program where i'm a, a a quarterback i'm five foot nine i am five foot nine and i want to become a better quarterback and so i put on a headset or you know and i set of oculus and i run play after play of virtual reality where all those guys are really six foot three and six foot four yeah and i run the same play with a ball in my hand and I try to run this ball through these guys, you know, with my receivers over and over. Well, they've done experiments. There's a famous experiment. I can't cite it, but they literally had a certain number of people line up with basketball and shoot free throws for an hour a day. And a certain amount of people line up without a basketball and visualize shooting free throws for an hour a day in a gym, you know, and make and them perfectly and then they tested them after a certain amount of time and they both improved at exactly the same rate so given that you don't have to assemble two teams to get your licks in to to see how you can perfect your throw being five foot nine mm -hmm. with everyone else being so huge mm -hmm. you know it the, the possibilities are great you know you could do so much work with so little resources by just virtually having a football and a headset 
That's crazy. But Just, don't you need crazy. to also have enough space, like a dedicated space? Sure. Yeah. You go because to I've seen house. so many YouTubes. I've yeah. seen all the YouTube fails. Where people are throwing things, <laughs> oh, yes. no. and they destroy I mean, their television. Yeah. Well, <laughs> they... yeah, you go to the field house. You know, you get your weight vest on, your cleats, and you, you know, you jock up, and you got your, you know, you put your helmet on so you got the right vision, and you run the play. You know, somehow put those Oculus on, or maybe you can't wear your helmet doing it, but you run it in the field house so you can launch the ball at the wall. But yeah, but what you're seeing is a game. And maybe you launch it downfield even, but it's got to be like Bluetoothed in so you don't carry a cord or trip on it and no right, one really hits you. Right. But if someone hits you, then you know you held the ball too long. So that's one of them. Oh, oh the, you know, a buzzer goes off. You just got sacked, Jack. You got to go to get rid of that ball quicker. Yeah. You know, there'd be cues in there that would tell you what you did and didn't do right. But yeah, you didn't have to get like all those guys together to do it. <laughs> It's cool. Okay. So yeah. Okay. So let's say that here's the question that I have, and and this is backtracking a little bit. Sure. So let's say that Christy gets onto the Battle Star. Yeah. And she's can That's she do mission. an interactive with you? Yes. So you can be, you can be in your tiny little town. Yep. And she can be in her sprawling suburb. Oh yeah. And you guys can have a lightsaber fight. Does that work? Sure, that happens all the time with Call of Duty. People play each other across the globe. <laughs> There's okay. famous stories of 14-year-old kids laying waste to seals playing right. over in Afghanistan going, who is this? Yeah, there's a story about that. Because <laughs> he's good oh, at the okay. game. But yeah, at the game that seals yeah. are playing. And you know, they're like, what? But yeah, that's... But no, you're asking about like in VR though. <laughs> what? Right. Like, yeah. yeah. And you I can believe... play online and network yes. it. Yeah. Which is the point of that when you talk about education, you can actually interact with a professor or, a, you know, a mentor mm-hmm. online. Yeah, you can have multiple players or multiple people and their avatars, yeah. right? Their little, Short their little cartoon image or whatever, all in the same spot interacting with each other. It's kind of like that. I, I feel it's like that movie Free Guy. Did you guys see that? It was like last summer. It had Ryan Reynolds and it was. No, I haven't seen it. Yeah, I did, but I didn't really pay it. It was it was a sleeper movie for me, which to me means I can doze in and out. I can get up. I can uh, do things. And then yeah. I come back. But that was kind of the same. It wasn't. They were all interacting at the same time um, mm-hmm. with their avatars kind of thing. But it wasn't where they had the headsets on and the virtual. And I guess that's where it gets confusing, even just for me. Right. Like video games where we're all participating, like if the three of us were on a video game together right. versus mm-hmm. the virtual realities where I have the Oculus on and I'm like fully immersed kind of thing, right? They're two different things. But see, that's what I'm asking. Can you marry yeah. the two? Sure. I think they are becoming married. Yes. Because the technology is right. So yeah, let's say, optimally. so you could do in a sense of virtual learning. Mm-hmm. So Philip could be sitting Phil could be sitting in his gym jams on his couch, but his avatar may be up on it's, the dais. Um, his gym jams. Let's say this. Let's say we're. Let's say we're doing a medical to, simulation to his little ones. Let's say we're doing a medical simulation, well, and she's. Let, a, let me we're, we're before we get to that. We're going to yeah. get to that. You're yeah, jumping. I, you're you're, okay, you're never mind. jumping ahead. Before. Okay. Sorry, I, so, I didn't know the script. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. So let's say that you are lecturing on the dais in front of all your 
little minions guys or you're students or you're right. doing something and they're all involved and then could you have an interactive experience that they are working on together yes uh, i suppose i hadn't thought that far the whole the premise of the lesson wouldn't actually be lecture it wouldn't be within the same framework i don't think as a present lecture lesson group work thing would be I'm, I, as i'm thinking about it, it would be we would work maybe lesson instruction and then working with what i'll call them probably for lack of a better word the nods or something the visors i just threw like. the lecture out there yeah so we'd be together and i'd there, say but... okay let's i think the way to best work on it would be if the focus was on one thing, like, okay, let's all look at the same focus through our visors, as opposed to, okay, Christy and I are working on the same thing together. So before us is, as I use an example, the patient or the project. So let's work together. You're on the right side and I'm on the left side of it. All right. How do we examine it or how do we take it apart or what do we start working on? You know, then it becomes in our visors something that's three dimensional, real. We can't manipulate it per se, but we we could kind of if we had. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I could think of a medical model you because can you can manipulate things. I think you can. You can. I, you can manipulate. You can manipulate them. Um, can you do it at the same time though? So let's say that not that the same you're doing Some kind of like. Can you? It's coming. I mean, I think, yes, you can. But right now, that kind of yeah. situation, I think, is more cumbersome. But it's getting exactly. it, that's the path that it's going on. And that's then you would even go a step further where if Correct. you're going to talk about like, I don't know, Greek culture or the fall of the Roman Empire and stuff. Right. So instead of you're all sitting around talking about it and then the notes show up, you would actually be in Roman times and all that's of us it. would have our avatar. And we're I, in I Roman times and we're at the Colosseum that's as it. it was in that time and then you can yes. or you're all standing in a timeline so you can actually be in space that doesn't really exist it's like a third it's like a third space or you can go over your lines and drama with another partner doing the other lines in costume virtually you can repeat them back they're giving them to you through the visor and the headphones and it's like you're in the same place right. it's like oh thank you you and would be on stage like the you know, the yeah. other person in the scene. Right. Right. And so you're it's on actually, the stage it becomes in full very costume rich. And you're it becomes doing very the real. performance. You're, you're not rehearsing mm -hmm. with a, with a stumbling over their tongue, other kind of teenager in a high school drama class. You're actually kind of working with a coach who will, is a, you know, a kind of a bona fide real character, you know, and you're going, okay, I can really dig this person's sharp. This, this, this character, this avatar I'm working with has been created, but they're extremely sharp or they're the avatar of your, your instructor, your mentor. And they've created this. So they, you know, they may be home in their jammies, but the one that shows up in your visor is dressed as the character. Right. And right. then yep. that becomes super rich. It's like, whoa, I'm in character because you do look like Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> you got a lightsaber okay. and you're welding yep. it. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. the power. <laughs> yeah. And so that that's what flows in essence about. 
the more involved, the more rich yeah. the experience, the deeper the focus, the deeper the focus, the more you learn. And so, yeah. And I think that's crazy. all the, that's the reality that's coming. It's not as my understanding, again, right. limited, but it's, it's limited. That's, that's the goal that's coming that you will have more accessibility. It'll be more interactive. You won't have mm -hmm. to have the whole big goggles at some point. It'll probably become, you know, just like computers were huge and bulky and now they're itty bitty. Right. right. So they like, won't be the big the things on our faces. They'll right. just plant a chip in your head. Yeah. See, that's all you had to do. Yeah. I don't think people are going to go for that chip in the head thing. I think it's always just like, uh, I, don't I don't think know. so. Although they may. I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, there's people have been doing um, things I didn't think they'd do. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, this is very true, right? The, there well, was segue. Of course, you you're going to, you're going to have, you're going to have a small subset that might. Oh well, yeah. Like the earth's still flat. According to some people, different. you just can't talk about it. Well, that's true. Buying books um, and buying books. And so, all you do is chew off the covers. <laughs> <laughs> so I was speaking, I was speaking to a colleague of mine who teaches CTE medical and she was saying that they have the programs where they can go in and they can do triage assessments of bodies. Yeah. That they can do body systems, that they can open yeah. the body up, that they can do all these different things. It's really kind of fascinating. Yeah. I, I should think that would be really good to do. <laughs> that's amazing. I, I think it's amazing. However, there's still something that's missing with a tactile. Yeah, sure. a lot, a ton, actually, except for, and my thought was this, if you're doing a trauma um, incident, mm -hmm. a mass casualty incident, mm -hmm. that would come mm -hmm. in really handy if you had a lot of people going at patients and you had to sort because mm -hmm. you had a room and you knew your assignment and everyone saw the assignments and they saw the patients and they triaged the same thing. So you didn't actually have to, to palpate a patient, but you could see, okay, what are you looking at? This patient is presenting this way. Okay, I'm going to give this patient this assessment. And then you could kind of pick and sort. Because the whole point of a mass casualty incident is to do that very quickly. And so in that case, say Christy and I were working in a team, we come across this patient, go, Christy, what do you see? What do I see? We communicate. Yeah, we could do that in our PJs and go, yeah, I see this too. We give them this trauma assessment too. Yeah, I, I, I confirm. And then, you know, we as a team working with like two other or four other teams, we go, yeah, great job. Yeah, you guys all assessed your patients real well. Real good job. And we could see other people's patients and know that they're working on the ones to the right and other team members. And we, could, mm -hmm. we wouldn't see them in the, our vision, but we'd know they were working over there, there, there. And that would be very good. So things like that would work well. Now, but okay. Even like so let me training, ask... though, I think almost like, Tony, I didn't go the well, direction you would get Philip to that was. Point. Yeah, I was yeah, I eventually went we would. a different direction. Like you could use this as training, right? So yeah. like you've got the instruction mm -hmm. and then this is almost like the practice part before you get to... Yeah. The triage or on like that too or maybe anything. it's a benchmark yeah, yeah. A benchmark things so that that was a skill unto itself just to go through you know like looking at like 25 people and going okay who really needs treatment now and who can you put in a line needing treatment later and that's a quick skill and that you can do by visual you know you can do that with the goggles on so okay so let me ask you this okay so christy you're teaching these kids and you have the budget so that you can 
you have the program and you have, let's say, two headsets okay. for your class. This is fantasy. And Keep going because that'll, that'll never happen. But go ahead. Well, let's say that the district is going for this and or your program can do it. You have grants and you have this. You have two oculi. Um, and can you broadcast on a screen what these people are actually doing as the avatars while they're learning so that you can assess it and the other people who are watching it can also be learning and assessing. So let's say that Philip and I are your students. Philip is going through there. I'm watching him Mm -hmm. and I'm thinking, oh no, Philip, don't go there. Don't go there. Don't go there. But I'm not allowed to say anything. And Philip is like completely immersed and Philip, just does whatever he's going to be doing. Mm-hmm. And then that teaches me what not to do the next time, but Philip is finding other things. As I, it, yeah, I think that, I think that would be super valuable in a lot of ways. I don't, and again, I don't, I, I know on the Oculus, it's only, a, I can't see what my son is doing. Like when he's boxing, like the big boxing game or whatever, I can't see what he's doing. I can only see him like flailing his arms around like a like a lunatic. Um, so he's <laughs> do you tell him that if he's swimming, that it's not he's not going to go very far until he opens up his hands? Right, but and yeah, you shouldn't box underwater. Um, I'm sure that there is a way at, to have that happen, but I just mm-hmm. don't. I I'm just not aware of it. Doesn't mean it doesn't exist out there, but I think that'd be super beneficial. I just was. That would be great. Like when I was learning sign language, right? And you want to see and communicate with people outside of your, you know, at the deaf school or, you know, that kind of stuff. That would be a great way to do mm-hmm. it. Um, yeah. I do know that they have programs be, yeah. for CTE where you can do machining. Yeah. And Ooh. and they teach you how to, how to use machine parts. Um, that they do the same thing for medical. You can do it with automotive. For cooking, I bet you anything they have something for cooking, but I'm not positive how that would actually translate because mm-hmm. cooking to me is very sensorial because you go with taste, you go with smells. Mm-hmm. Plus, you um, want to eat the food, right? Isn't well, yeah, you want to. You'd you like wanna... to taste it. So when people yeah. told me that they'd gone to the metaverse and they were doing some dining, they went to several restaurants. I'm thinking. Um, is this like smell a vision or taste a vision? Yeah. No, this is you like know, John visit, Waters the, did. visit the decor only. Find where the restroom is, basically. Maybe. Yeah, there's nothing to taste. Well, isn't that like the point. the NFTs, right? Where you buy a, right. a image of something and then that's yours. I'm like, I don't I that I might I'm aging myself. I'm like, really? Is that something that I don't know? I guess. I, I get know. to own a video. You mean they can't it just copy? doesn't <laughs> save as <laughs> Yeah, like I don't, I feel I'm missing something. Um, well, the thing about that, using other people's avatars, well, as far as using other people's as, as the avatars, what you need is a central yeah. platform. So you'd have to have the software to bring everyone into a central place and then put them mm-hmm. into that space itself proportionately. And that would be... I agreed upon space and I don't know how that, I don't think they can do that quite yet. 
So you know what I'm saying? So right. you'd have to say, are we in a room and how big is the room? So everyone mm-hmm. wouldn't necessarily be in the same room, but they would have to be agreed upon proportions. And then when you moved, how would you translate your movement to those agreed upon proportions to the screen that's on front in front of yeah, everyone? Yeah, see, now it's sounding, so now it's sounding complicated, right? I'm just making assumptions here. Audience, help me out. But I'm thinking there isn't a capability <laughs> yet that puts other people within interaction of other people in that reality in the metaverse yet. However, it does put one thing in focus for up to a number of other people. They just can't touch it, see it, taste it, smell it. So you could go with your friends to the restaurant as long as it's the same restaurant. Um, you can't see each other in the restaurant, maybe. Virtual restaurant. Yeah, the virtual restaurant. Could- you could see the same table, but you wouldn't see each other, the other, the other person across the table. That would suck. Wait, but isn't that the whole point of the metaverse, is that you could see everybody across the table? Like no, the yeah. point of it is that you talk to them and go, look, isn't a- that a beautiful table? Oh, yeah, I can see it, too. And we could talk about the table. But when you look up at this point in time, unless you're sitting at a table and it's agreed upon oh, wait. that there's a table in front of you, you won't be able to see the person sitting at the table because the logistics see, of think... putting you at that table is a different dimension in that. See, I don't think that's right. I think the whole point of the metaverse is that like you and me, the three of us are all going to the virtual, you know, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like okay. If you agree upon the restaurant. table and you're sitting at a table, you can pull that off. But if anyone, I don't know that we have to agree away, upon then the they lose you. I think then you, 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 I don't think you yourself. agree upon a table any more than you do as you went go into a restaurant and they say, let me seat you here. Yeah. You might go in there and say party of three. Mm-hmm. And what's, what's the name? It's, it's, it's goose summer hunt. <laughs> so that we go in there awful. and they set the goose summer hunt party down. Yeah. And we just sit there across from each other. And Christy has like that, yep. that great big fishbowl margarita. Yum. With yes. a tiny little straw and a little parasol in it. Wait. No, okay. No well, I can see that happening because you now like inserted yourself into the situation. But if we want to create right. the situation, I think if we want to do it for a classroom, I think that would be. I think you already have to. I think it. But I think that you would already have. Yeah, maybe. I think you're making it far more complicated because I think that the yeah. that the yeah. that the software has already been developed, and you're talking about creating software that for in the classroom. What if I don't want to? That go means to that you have a bunch of genius coders go... in your classroom. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe I just overthink. I could be wrong, you know. I think um, you're going. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think you went spelunking down the wrong cave. <laughs> this is a cave. I hate going underground. I'd rather go. You went you know, down the cave of Kafka. I know, for one thing, that this is the future, and that there are possibilities that I can't even wrap my I can't even wrap my mind around yet. Right. And I like yes, that. that. I like that about it. I really like the idea that that I haven't got the foggiest notion yet of how to use it because that means possibilities are mm-hmm. absolutely wide open. I love it. I just love it because it the it's just amazing what you could do with it. Things you could learn. Yeah, they they Here's my question. Mm. Are you going to deal with motion sickness? 
are you going to, is that going to be an issue? Yes, it should be. Because when Christy talks about her son getting onto the Death Star mm-hmm. and looking around, all of a sudden I could see my vertigo kicking in. And it oh, took really? me back to when I remember we took kids to the Omnimax oh, and yeah. they had to leave early. We did Everest and those kids had to leave early because they were, they were getting sick. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And so is that <laughs> going to be an issue with some of your students? And yes. if, because we do need to talk about all yes. the aspects, I mean, as many aspects as we can fit in. So what do you do for those students then that aren't able to, I mean, you can't really just give them Dramamine. You can't. You can't. I was thinking no, about Free right. Solo too, that film that came out with Alex, Alex Holland, you know, and oh, I was watching it and my palms began to sweat. Did you see it too? Yeah. Yeah. That, and I know he, he lives. That is bizarre. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah. You I, know he lives. Yeah. Because otherwise the movie, you know, it, it totally, you've seen him after, but you're still watching it and you have a visceral reaction to it. And I have total confidence in the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't shake me at all that he did it because I believe that he knows what he's doing. To him, it was risky, but it wasn't so risky that he wouldn't have done it. To the ordinary human, it's like crazy. But to him, it's no, it's just pushing what he does to the absolute limit and not beyond and but it still makes my palms just sweat and the guy in the film guy he's a climber too and he goes i can't watch i love watching him because i can't watch i can't do it and the ordinary human can't watch sometimes and that's just the way it is some kids won't be able to do certain things they just some of us just can't do stuff it's that real. Is there it just gets that real? <laughs> so, is there a concern then for some kind of mental overload? Well, yeah, you have to watch. You know, like you said, the kids in the Everest thing—it was so real because it was so huge and so overlapping. That camera was. But I'm just wondering because, right? But we already know that two to three hours can induce depression in people mm-hmm. with screen time. Oh, what yeah, happens if they do this? it and they get sick. You just can't do it. I mean, if it's like. I'm not talking about just sick. I'm talking about other kinds of overload. Like addiction. Like, like just not. Yeah. Right? Oh, you mean VR? Like not necessarily addiction. Addiction oh. could be could okay. be a facet. But I'm also talking about um, whether or not. You know, because kids really get into their video games. I don't oh. do video games because they oh, are so absorbing. But then you yeah. get lost in this thing. And what does it do to your mind? What What are the actual effects on the mind? Oh, well, I, right. yeah, I don't. That's a great question. Of people that do this on a regular basis without, yeah, let's say, without instruction, without monitoring or mentoring. Well, that's a whole different matter as far as, you know, that's true. It could be very addictive. Because I think it it's so trigger. new that people probably don't yeah. realize how significant it is, right? I mean, I think, right? Yeah, it's just could so... it trigger epilepsy in some of your students as well? I mean, what yeah. are the what are the medical drawbacks of doing it? And oh, um, but it could be addictive. You don't think I mean, so? I don't think things like epilepsy, but I think maybe addiction issues because if if you can create your own reality and disappear into it. There's always the temptation to do so, but 
you know, I mean, like video games are, <laughs> we haven't done a lot of research into that either, as far as video games go. Um, oh, I'm sure they're here to stay. I'm sure, sure. there are. <laughs> I'm sure there are huge mountain ranges of, of data on yeah. video games and its impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've done a lot to change attention spans, but for the, for good, or, well, you know, it's like the old story, is it good or is it bad? I mean, yes. <laughs> but, yes, you know, actually, right. when MTV came out, there was data that demonstrated that we were getting used to many bits of information. Yes, I remember that. And that was MTV, and that was that was during the time of Pong oh, and Pac-Man. Oh, yeah, that was not during the time of Call of Duty, Fortnite, Doom, Halo, all these yeah. others. So the question is: Are these are these games built to be addictive? And if we are doing something in the classroom, I don't know that these formats are there to be addictive as they are to be absorbing informational (laughs) and useful because there are some there. I was actually looking at some programs today where students can go in and do things in virtual, well, virtual reality in, in the um, metaverse and earn certifications. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. So that's a uh, and that helps. <laughs> well, that could be, but it's also well, it, a beneficial addiction, correct? It certainly is conditioning. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's good that it's providing conditioning. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. bring a bell, get a reward. I think it's good that it's providing access <clears throat> to opportunities that people may not be able to join yeah. in like on the educational or the training part. But I think you're absolutely right that it can be um, either abused and or not used appropriately or they just, and then that whole social interaction deficiency, like the more and more you're in virtual, Mm -hmm. I would assume the less and less you're doing in person. Yeah. That's my other question. How much, how much is this going to make people devoid of, social interactions which yeah. we already have i feel a lot of right yeah. and the pandemic yeah. only the exacerbated that flow states right are are what are known as autotelic and autotelic is a, a scientific way of saying addictive um they're very addictive they're five highly addictive um organic neurochemicals all mixed together in the perfect perfect concoction and when done like at the highest intention uh, intensities are really really make you high i mean and they and they're beneficial for you and that's why people do things like hang glide and things that other people think are crazy because it's kind of being on the right. edge and um yeah so it's addictive so you got to kind of watch that but at the same time that's where performance is go like off the charts too. So animals are driven to addiction as well. I mean, porpoises or dolphins like chew on um, puffer fish because they get them high. Um, what horses eat, uh, <laughs> fermented apples to get high. A- elephants do too. Oh. Um, yeah, there's uh, animals seek to get intoxicated. A lot of, a lot of animals do. Um, it's weird. <laughs> the state of animals, a <laughs> bunch of drunken or high animals 
Um, yeah, it's strange. But um, okay, so let yeah, me let me just reassess where we are, what we've covered yeah. so far. All right. Yep. Okay, so the metaverse is something that you can that you use virtual reality for, and it's all encompassing. It's all expansive, where you are completely immersed, mm-hmm. in a sense. Not not completely. It is, it, yeah. It's it's definitely well, what where, where is the level? Is it got to be a word for it? It's not visually. Yeah, it's not like Star visually, Trek holodeck, you know, where you can actually get right, hurt right. If you turn down the intensity, don't turn right. down the intensity. But yeah, right. But you still can get that sense of fear where you're going to run across the room and then yes. accidentally destroy your. It, it will make your mind without realizing that it was even there. Yeah, you um, can definitely believe it. So. Okay, so it impacts the brain. It's not really hitting all seven senses, mostly just maybe your hearing a little bit, probably your hearing and your vision. Um, As far you can interact with other people. Mm -hmm. Um, It could possibly, you can use it possibly in the class. Maybe there is a way, um, because I haven't been able to get in touch with anybody who actually sells this stuff and i think that would be kind of nice to have um somebody who knew something about it to actually come on board and because now we're raising all these questions right and the three of us could actually pepper them i think that might be a really great interview for the three of us to do it really would wouldn't it um yeah because these perspectives are great um could it bet could it be is it benign medically or could it do something to people medically that's hard to say uh mental health wise who knows oh yeah Um, but you can use it for career training you can use it uh to simulate situations you can make people aware of things you can teach things you could you do group work with it i don't know sure now the next thing that i'm going to bring up is cost Yeah, right now. Mm. Yeah. So if we're looking, so if we're looking at something that costs maybe thirty dollars per license per month, because that's where it is almost. I mean, that's not just the equipment that it. That's to the side of the equipment. So let's say you buy a set of four oculi. And you have those there with everything else. So you're running probably around $3,500, $4,000, maybe a little bit less because you get an educator discount, which is actually like a 2% discount. And mm-hmm. then you, now you need the software. Yeah. And so you're going to have to link up with some kind of company. Mm-hmm. And so that's the shopping that has to be done. So how will we know what to look for? So mm-hmm. I think, yeah. And what so, quality do we have at this point? I mean, uh-huh. and we're educators. I'm, I'm yeah. thinking about all the two of you. And I know that some IT teachers think only in their, um, their discipline because they've always been kind of like their discipline. And I know Tony, I know you and Christy, you're probably the same way. You're probably thinking at least like two or three disciplines. Gosh, I'm thinking, 
I know they probably have math, but social studies, maybe probably not because they usually don't have that. And science. Oh, yeah, they got no that. social and, studies. Yeah. They do because we've already talked about going to the Colosseum. We've talked about ancient Rome. We've talked. Well, about I don't know history. if they have that. All kinds of historical yet. events. Well, I would create that myself, but I don't know if they have that yet, but they would, you would think they would have some already software and math for sure. Well, I don't know, maybe not math. I don't know. They do. They actually they do. Yeah. See, I wouldn't know, but they I just do. know that you two they are thinking have. in more than one discipline, you know, cause we're just kind of that mm-hmm. way. Yeah. I'm just thinking I, even... the whole thing fascinates me. Yeah. We should do that. Let's but look see, into you've it. even talked about how, how students could rehearse lines together. Yeah. You could actually do a scene and they could be with doing real actors arts. as a kid. It'd be crazy. Right. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you could be doing um, some kind of art. You could be doing yes. science. You could be doing dissections. Yeah, that kind of thing would be Well, that's really... what I had thought, too. Or you could be doing, you know, medical And you don't have the smell. <laughs> yeah, you don't want the smell. Although I thought if you could do like emergency medicine because I was a paramedic, put on a pair of headphones and add a little bit of like noise and chaos and stuff. And then, you know, mm-hmm. be able to like work like Christy, you know, work with you, Tony, what, you know, talk to your partner and go, hey, let's do this. Hey, let's do that. You know, and kind of like have the chaos going to add a little bit more of the fun <laughs> that I used to put up with. And then it becomes like a real life experience, like, you know, good work. Mm-hmm. You know, it becomes more yeah. real, big time real. Yeah. Pictures so here's, don't but here's the other question. Okay. Let's say that you're doing auto shop mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you're trying to explain to students how to do something, but you have a full auto shop. Yeah. Is this something that you're going to want to use or is it something that you could use as enrichment because if it's just enrichment then that becomes an awfully expensive form of enrichment because it's almost more expensive than the actual equipment itself i was gonna say you know anybody working on cars there's a touch um i think it would be a very expensive enrichment you don't want to buy you you would just rather have a greasy garage and an old car and some tools (laughs) <laughs> but let's say that I'm teaching environmental studies. I could ah. take the kids on a deep sea dive and we oh, could take yeah. a look at reefs. We could take oh. a look at the at the sea life around there. We could mm-hmm. look at the decimation of the coral reefs. We could look, I mean, it mm-hmm. would be, you know, just to me, I mean, even in mathematics, mm-hmm. you could go down there and you could look at the mathematical yeah. patterns in nature yeah. And I think that would be stimulating would as be, well. Yeah, that would be cool. You could do that. Yep. Um, yep. You could do that. You could navigate yeah. uh, a machine. You could actually navigate um, any kind of craft wearing mm-hmm. those. You could do piloting. You could, yeah, a, you could of pilot a boat and, or a, a, boat, a, a plane. Sub, a plane. Maybe a glider. Anything. Yeah. You know what? That, oh my gosh. In fact, <laughs> yeah. You could, you could pilot. Oh, you could become a very excellent pilot with any simulation program. Yeah. Especially if you put in physical controls on the simulator that you're actually physically in. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, once you get in the but- craft itself, you need flight time hours just to put up with what the earth does to you, but you'd be pretty good. Yeah. 
but then that goes back to what Tony said at the very beginning. Like, what, when do, is it in addition to the tactile actual flying the plane, or is it, you know, yeah, in place that would be because it's really up. expensive, right? Yeah, that, it's well, expensive or just like, to put uh, do I want a pilot in. who's only done VR, or would I like a pilot who's no. actually flown a legit plane? Yeah, I feel you, I would you, like the second, but right, you'd have you know? a pilot so far ahead in flight hours just through VR that mm-hmm. by the time they got behind the stick. I would think in real real hours in the air, they wouldn't need that many. And so it wouldn't cost as much fuel or risk, you know, and, and equipment. They would be mm-hmm. much better off. Right. If you had a good simulator, then there, there would be no risk there. And, and they wouldn't have to fuel up and take off and land. In there. It would be more. But efficient. simulators don't always work well. I, I still no, remember they don't always when do it. I they was don't in, do a, in a driving simulator when I was in. High school oh, and well, yeah, me too. The Oldsmobile and one. We were driving and we're driving along, and this little old lady came out with her groceries, and I slammed on the brakes like everybody else. And the instructor called out, and he said, "Car number seventeen, you just plowed through that little old lady and killed her." Did you? Did you? Did and you I said, the, "My foot was on the brake." Yeah. Huh? Well, this one, you know, we're and talking. Said, I think there's a little bit more technology involved in like a. A fighter pilot okay. simulator than there would be the Oldsmobile <laughs> driver simulators that we had. Yes, but yeah, yeah, they, they it would be a it would be a real time. I mean, the thing would jolt and move and you know tilt and tilt and whirl like a real fighter pilot or a real you know cargo plane would. You know, as you hit the stick, so it would feel mm-hmm. almost real. But once you got in the plane, of course, things happen. You'd have stick time. Well, here's. Right. So we want to bring in somebody else who can actually attest to the costs and the capabilities, yeah. I think. Right, right. Because we're looking at all the possibilities. And I think the possibilities are great, <laughs> but yeah. there's still a, ca- but with, with the caveat of is the expense worth it? So you'd really mm-hmm. have to know and have a deeper purpose for being able to use it. And maybe not for just one or two activities yeah. with that with that amount of funding that's required um, we can go in and we can start looking at whether or not there aren't grants or what kinds of pilot programs maybe people can be involved with. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So these are all, these are all different kinds of uh, factors and list line items that I can start looking for and bring in and see what we can find out. Um, so is it good in a mainstream classroom or would this be something that a, an alternative classroom would thrive with? Now, I'm guessing that an alternative school would thrive with something like this because yeah. you already have students who are outside the box, thinking mm-hmm. outside the box. And alternative ed does tend to be the the laboratory for the mainstream classroom. Um so and how specific would it be is it? worth it because they yeah. right be, but alternative education tends to be well underfunded <laughs> yeah. way underfunded and yeah. so yeah. you know that I, I can hear it now from the administrators um sure if you can figure out a way to afford it try it see and then they will kibosh it when <laughs> there's any kind of special stipulation that has to be made for it 
But well, they'll botch it anyway if it doesn't it doesn't get anything for the test. So, well, you have to convince them of of the test, and I think that we need to get rid of the tests. I think so, so too. I do. Well, need that's to what find happened when that... they did give me a wall. I have that. I was just thinking about that beautiful rock wall that I did get paid for by the district and stuff, mm -hmm. and the grant and this and that, and it was wonderful. And never got to use it after the tests took took you know precedent. So. I think I read something by Dr. Brad Johnson this morning that said the Ivy League schools are now disassociating themselves with the assessment industrial complex with the ACT and the SATs. So instead of funding them, why aren't we funding schools with that same money? Yeah. And why aren't we just teaching? I mean, once we started focusing in on passing the, on getting good scores in those tests, it seems as though things sort of strayed away and the test scores started going down right. because we were no longer teaching. We were adhering to something that was being told that we had to do. I so think we got rid of the we teachers. We had like this weird little, huh? I think we got rid of the teachers. Well, Sorry. Well, basically, you've turned them into into little drones that right. You got rid of the script. Drones. Everybody wasn't teaching <laughs> at the drone; just got got rid of, and when the ones that mm -hmm. could be kept, they just had to adhere, and so no one was really teaching, you know. And it was like terrible. It was terrible. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Yeah. So I have my list of things that we need to do, and I will. <laughs> say we need to close it down but we'll do it again okay. our time draws nigh and so my good people to all of our audience thank you for joining us this week uh please subscribe and give us a rating and our next episode next week will be on educator burnout part two Ugh. and um yeah so let's see Stop. how far we can go. So thank you, Christy. You you bet. Thank you, Philip. Mahalo back. <laughs> okay. And until next week, we will bid adieu and ciao.